Alrighty, y'all. Welcome to the Next Up Show, where we talk about everything music, entertainment, creative, and business related. Learn from the unique route that these young creative-minded people have taken within their respective crafts. Alrighty, alrighty. Let me tell you what we got going on today. I got my boy Carter joining us on this podcast today. And mind you, the bro only 20 years old. So Carter and I met both when we was working as baristas at a coffee shop at Dutch Bros Coffee in Corvallis, Oregon. (laughs) Anyways, we was both Oregon State University students. Uh, Carter decided that school wasn't for him, ended up dropping out and pursuing a business thing. But for real though, this guy got a real good mindset. And I I think there's a lot of insight that y'all could really gain from him. So that's why I brought him on. Anyways, thanks for tuning in, y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed the episode. All righty. Well, Carter, welcome to the Next Up show. Thank you, bro. Yeah, absolutely, my man. So yeah, we're just, we're here to talk business. We're here to talk mindset. We're here to talk, you know, the positive things, the motivational things. Um, I think it'll be great for, you know, the listeners and all that. And yeah, it's for the young-minded people like you. And, you know, you, I feel like you have this drive, you know, that I think a lot of people could take inspiration from. And, you know, a lot of people could use some Carter wisdom. You feel me? (laughs) I feel it, man. I love that you're doing this. Podcasts are a, a great way to spread influence. Absolutely. Let's, let's get into a little bit about you, like who you are, what you do, where you're at, all that. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm 20 years old. I guess I'm a college dropout. I haven't really thought of that really because it's only been nine months. But since I don't see myself going back, I guess that's how we'll call it. Um, I've been bouncing around a lot from job to job the last two years, just trying out new things and trying to find the best opportunity. So right now I'm an owner of a car wash here in Oregon. And that's what I do with Pretty much all my time. It keeps me real busy. Opportunity came up to get into that with some really good people that I've known for a while now. So I took it. Um, and so that's what's keeping me busy right now. But it gives me enough time on the side to, to kind of test the waters in other areas as well, too. So I'm, I'm always working to see what the next opportunity is. Hell yeah. I like that. See, look, at 20 years old and you're already owning some business. You feel me in a car wash at that? Like I can't say a lot of people are doing that right now at your age. So that's really yeah, it's unique for sure. Very unique, you know? And I wanted to backtrack a little bit. You were talking about how you're a, you're a college dropout and all that. And like, what was the decision behind that? And Well, it, you know, it was pretty straightforward. From about my junior year in high school, I kind of just started, I just disliked school. I got a lot more enjoyment out of learning and consuming knowledge on my own. Just reading books, listening to podcasts, watching videos, all that kind of thing. The biggest reason for that is just that I got to choose what I learned about. And I felt like a lot of my time was being wasted in school. So I gave college a shot, made it through about two years, and then just realized that it was taking up too much time. And I, I chose to work, and it was a little bit of a risk. But I, you know, I figured if, if I can just get out in the workforce as soon as possible, and it, you know, there's just more opportunities out there right away, I felt like. And you know, it's different for everybody. For some people, college is great. But for me, I just decided it wasn't the best option at the moment. And I guess that's not to say I won't ever go back, but right now, um, right now it looks like I'll definitely um, be staying away from it for a while. Gotcha. Um, so you know, just deciding to jump right into the workforce and all that. You you're just saying you 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 see a lot more potential in that than you know staying in the classroom. Yeah, there was for me. Um, I think the biggest reason was that I just couldn't get myself to extract any value out of school. 
You know, I mean, it, it's great if you have the willpower to sit down in a class for eight hours a day and, and do studying and homework and take exams. But for me, I just kind of slacked off and put my time into other things. So it was a pretty simple transition. Um, it was just, you know, stop wasting money and start spending all of my time and energy in other places. So it was kind of a no brainer. It's funny that you say that because, you know, me, I'm I'm still in college. You know, I'm not I haven't dropped out or nothing yet. So like for me, like seeing the value in college isn't actually from the classroom and all that. You feel me? It's about all the relationships I get to build with the people I meet being in a college environment or being with people who are like minded, you know, wanting to wanting to get more out of life or, you know, what I mean, pursuing a career, whatever that is. Like there's there's a different perspective when it comes to college that, you know, I came because I was a student athlete, but I didn't have everything figured out. You know, I kind of the people I meet along the way is kind of what helps shape the the future I also want for myself and stuff. Hey, I so, uh, 100% agree with that. You know, I think if you're going to get anything and take anything from college, it's got to be the relationships. And that's something I've learned over the last two years that relationships are how everything happens in the world. They're the most important thing. And you kind of got to cherish those relationships. And um, so, so you going at college in that direction is the, the right way to do it. And it's going to benefit you so much more than everybody else in college too. Because um, a lot of people just go for their four years and get the piece of paper and move on to a job that they, you know, could have gotten without a degree even sometimes. And someone like you, you know, you're going to you're going to use those relationships that you've built and they're going to do you really good in the future. Yeah, absolutely. You know me, man. You know me. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> absolutely. Um, what I was going to ask you is, you know, now that you're not in college and all that, like, what is it? What is it that you find yourself spending more time on? Like, what do you what are you putting more focus on? I know because you, I know you still doing the car wash thing, but what else? What else you got going on? Because you know, co- college is a big chunk of your time. You know, so you got a lot of time yeah. to kind of kind of use yeah, to your, to yourself. Yeah, it's been it's been great. Honestly, that's been the the best part. You know, I put a lot of time and energy into the car wash that I've got going on too. But it gives me a lot of freedom to one work on myself, get myself healthy, my mental, my physical, emotional, all that in check without stressing about having to, you know, meet deadlines or, or turn in exams or anything like that. So that's been great. But on top of that too, it's just, it's just less stressful. I get to control my hours. I get to work for myself. And so that means that, you know, if I want to take a day off and go hang out with friends and then work 12 hours the next six days in a row to catch up and get ahead, then I can you know, I can do it however I want. And that's been the biggest thing for me and my mental health is um, just the freedom to choose when and what I want to work on. So it's, it's been great. Yeah, no, that's, that's real cool. You know, that's, I feel like that's, that's huge, especially for entrepreneurs and people who want to get into owning business and whatnot. Um, But I also know, you know, it's a double-edged sword. Like it could also affect your motivation to actually get things done too. You know what I mean? Like, some people mm-hmm. just kind of need those deadlines. Some people need those assignments to kind of continue to push them forward and all that. Um, so I was going to ask you, like, how do you how do you get around to you know motivating yourself to get up in the morning and get after it? Yeah, I um, I've gone up and down with that for sure. And the biggest thing I do to keep the motivation is to focus on kind of my core first. So it's getting myself right. Like I mentioned, the physical, mental, emotional aspects of everything. Once that's kind of in check, my um, now, I wouldn't say motivation stays because motivations it, it's inevitable that it goes up and down. I think my consistency is really what stays though. Um, you know, it's consistency over everything. Motivation always comes and goes. Consistency never does. If you 
have your, your core values lined up and you have your, your purpose. And I guess my purpose would be just creating kind of a freedom for myself and, you know, the ability to have influence on people and in a big way. And, and so, you know, once you have those goals clear, it becomes a lot easier to stay consistent. So, you know, you, so you're kind of explaining like you're, you're a goal setter. Like you set goals for the day, you get set goals for the week or whatever it is. And you kind of just get after it from there. And that's what kind of helps you, you know, have that motivation to get up in the morning and get after is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, it's like what I texted you, I think about a week ago, it's, it's better to be consistently good than occasionally great. And that's kind of how I try and live my life. Say that. I don't know. I like living by little quotes and lines like that too, because it just, it keeps me in check. Um, and I think that's so powerful to just remember that as you go through your day. I completely agree. So let's get a little bit more specific with that. So you talk about, you know, yeah. being consistently good is better than being occasionally great. What is being consistently good to you in your life, your perspective? It's just taking steps forward every day. Um, you know, it's not getting down on yourself, not getting frustrated. It's just being optimistic, no matter what the situation, you know, you're not always going to actually take a, you know, a literal step forward every day, you know, maybe financially, physically, you're not going to feel as good some days, but as long as you extract the positive out of it, your overall day is going to be moving forward. And that's kind of the biggest thing. It's, you know, you just live by you live with a short-term memory, you know, like in baseball, if, if something bad happens, you're not pitching well or anything like that. You got to have a short-term memory. You can't, you can't dwell on the bad things. Otherwise it affects your overall performance. And that's kind of how I try and live life, you know, is uh, there's always something good out of the day. And as long as you go to bed each day with a positive on your mind, uh, the next day is going to start out that way too. I like it. So it's, you know, it's like kind of the idea of setting yourself up for the new day, right? Like, yeah. You got to end, you basically got to end and start your day as well to build yourself momentum throughout the day. Yeah, dude, momentum is a real thing for sure. And, and you just got to keep it up no matter what and um, do whatever you can to protect that flow. You know, once you, once you find that state of flow where things are just going good and you've got everything in check, you got to do everything you can to protect it. So routine seems like it's pretty important for you then, you know? Having, yeah, it's having set things important. to do throughout the day. Yeah, it's it's very important, I think. You know, routine is everything. You find a good routine and you stick with it and, you know, you tweak it here and there. But overall, if you just got a, you know, routine in place, your day just goes smoother and every aspect of it goes smoother. And it, it helps a ton in the long run. I like it. So I'm going to ask you this. So like, what is taking a step forward in your day then? Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's, it's anything really. It's, um, that's, that's what I'm talking about is just ending the day on a positive note, finding something positive throughout the day. It could be anything. you know, I like to try and take a couple small steps forward throughout the day in a couple different areas of my life, you know, physical, I, I try and go to the gym, uh, six days a week. And so in every day I like to take a step forward in that area, you know, with the car wash that I've got going, I like it to, you know, do at least, two or three things that help move that forward or just make it run smoother. You know, the employees I've got, make them happier. Just do two or three things in that area every day. And then the third thing is, you know, I always just kind of how I, I work. I always got to have something going on the side too. And so I always got to take at least a, a step or two forward in that direction too. You know, whether it's just reading an extra page on um, the topic that interests you most or what you got working on or, actually spending a couple hours at night, you know, whatever it is, it's a step forward. And as long as you take that, you know, things go well. I was going to say, I like, I like that, you know, you are actively trying to take 
some sort of steps forward in sounds like growth. If I'm speaking for you, it's just kind of self growth, whatever that is, it's just adding in that much more extra work on top, you know, just adding that much more extra work to your workload. I mean, I would say I'm definitely a growth minded person. That's just kind of how I have always been. And so I am happiest when I'm working towards a goal. When I'm working on something, when I'm making something better, whether it's myself, the people around me, or building up a business, it's just that growth that you kind of have to fall in love with if you want to be really ultra successful. That's real. I guess I got a couple questions for you. Let's start with balance. Like you're a grinder, you're working all the time, you're adding extra work to your workload. Where do you find that balance, you know, with especially with your mental health and all that? My balance comes in time management. Really, um, I'm, that's something I've struggled with is the time management aspect of it. And I finally kind of got that dialed in the last few months. I think there's always enough time in the day to get everything done. It just depends on how you manage your time. So whether it's getting up earlier to get a couple things done in the morning so you don't have to worry about them in the evening and you can spend time with your friends, your girlfriend, anybody like that, um, then that's what you got to do. Or whether it's staying up late while everybody else is asleep then that's what you got to do. So it kind of just boils down to time management and not making excuses is the biggest thing. So that's kind of how I find balance is just not making any excuses and just pushing through. I like that. So in terms of that, where do you find yourself, you know, making the most sacrifices in your life or where do you see yourself making like sacrifices here and there? Um, I would definitely say the, the social aspect. I'm not a super social person to begin with. I'd rather be, you know, at home looking stuff over for the business or working on something extra or anything like that. But the social part is, is something I sacrifice the most because I need to put uh, more importance on, you know, taking friends out to lunch, networking in that aspect, um, reuniting with, you know, family that's been a while, going to dinner with, you know, girlfriends, parents or anything like that, your friends hanging out with them late at night. It's important to fit that stuff in, you know, because that's a big, it's a big part of, of life and, you know, your overall happiness. So that's something I definitely sacrifice. So you're not, you're saying you're not much of, you know, a social guy and whatnot. You know what I mean? So to me, that kind of sounds like it's not even really a sacrifice. If you're not sacrificing something, you don't actually really care about that much. Have you, have you found yourself making sacrifices of things you'd, you'd like to have time to do or like to do, but you find these goals that you have to be more important or take priority over those things? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, you know, it is a sacrifice to me because, you know, I, um, I usually just choose to put my energy into other things too, but you know, I wish I'd take more friends out to lunch and I wish I'd put, you know, I wish I'd put a little bit more importance on networking in that area. Like I was talking, cause I think that's really important, not only to your mental health, but just actually growing, you know, a business too. And a, a personal brand is that networking portion and taking care of people and bringing value to other people's lives too. That's something I definitely sacrifice and I need to set more time aside for in the future. I like that. I like that. So, Moving forward, I got a big question for you. What does success mean to you? Success to me is, you know, I think all about influence. I think that there's different stages of success as you, you know, get older and mature. And, you know, right now, I think achieving that freedom aspect is the most important thing. Uh, you know, once you can achieve, you know, financial freedom, whether it is, you know, whatever you're searching for, um, that's a big step, opens up a lot of time. And then you can kind of start circling back around to where you were in the beginning of it. And that's kind of the ultimate goal, I think, you know, going through life over the next 10 to 15 years, working on your craft, mastering your craft, networking, meeting tons of people, consuming knowledge. And then 
you get to this point where it's time to, to give that back into the world and kind of share everything you've learned, whether that's mentoring people, spending more time with your employees, your family, your friends, just giving back to the world after you've spent years and years mastering your craft and what you're good at. It's then giving that value back to the world. I think that's kind of the ultimate goal. Hey, that's, that's real, man. I really like that answer a lot, actually. You know, like you, because, you know, especially young guys like us, like we're going to be hyper-focused on financial stability, right? Like the ultimate goal is to have that financial freedom to, you know, at the end, do the things that we would truly really want to be able to do, you know, if yeah. money wasn't on the table or if money just wasn't a thing. So I love the fact that, you know, you're not even thinking selfishly. Like that's very selfless of you to say like, the ultimate goal is to give back or to influence people or, or, you know, some way using your craft to create a legacy for others to be inspired or do things in their life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's what it's all about for me at least is, you know, it's, it, it is just a circle, the circle of life, I guess you could call it is, you know, you go through, you work on your craft, you master it, and then you give back to the world. And that's, that's what I'm looking forward to the most, you know, many years down the down the road, of course, but being able to give back and recognize people that were, you know, in the same shoes I was in when I was 20, when I was that age is, is the cool part too. And watching them grow. No, that's real. Um, I was going to ask you, I guess my question to you is since you're such a goal oriented person, where do you see yourself in like five years from now being 20, you'll be 25 in five years. Where do you see yourself at 25? Yeah. Um, well, I think you kind of got to separate it, you know, financially, a, financially, I would like to be, you know, financially free by 25. Um, I would, I think that's totally attainable with where I'm at now. And what does, what does financial freedom mean to you? Well, financial freedom to me just means having the passive income and the tools in place. I guess to backtrack, I think a lot of people see financial freedom as, you know, Hey, I'm going to buy all these properties or start a business and then it's just going to make me money and I can retire and move to the Bahamas at 30. For me, I think that it's getting to that point, you know, I'm going to work for my entire life. You know, I can say that without a doubt now because it's what I enjoy. But for me, the financial freedom comes with building up enough passive income, enough of a safety net. If there's a, you know, a family emergency, a personal emergency or anything major comes up in life and I have to step back for, you know, weeks, months, or even a couple of years, whatever the, the situation may be, but that I have enough of a cushion to be able to do that and be there for my family if needed, uh, be there for my friends if needed, uh, you know, whatever it is, that's kind of financial freedom to me is not having to worry if a situation like that comes up. So, so, so to break it down, simplify it, and you can correct me if I'm speaking for you incorrectly, but it sounds like financial freedom is hitting a financial state to where, you know, you can you can focus and apply attention and time towards the non-tangible things in life, like friendships, family, and relationships. Yes. You know, I think that's a big aspect of it too. But I think my biggest thing is that, you know, I'm going to keep working as hard as I'm working now for a long time. And so, I, you know, I won't necessarily let up, but it'll just be that safety net. Like I was saying, just in case an emergency happens something with family, something with friends where I have to actually step back from work and completely cut everything off that I'll be able to live comfortably and support the people around me with no problem. So I guess my question is, you attain, say you attain financial freedom. Why do you personally choose to continue to work even if you wouldn't have to? Well, 
one is what I enjoy. I, you know, I think that I would just become bored and not know what to do with my time if I, you know, hit a certain benchmark and then just stopped. So I never really set a benchmark for myself. There's always room for improvement, but I think my biggest thing is just, you know, you can achieve financial freedom, but at that point, you know, you've built nothing for your family, no legacy or anything too. So the next step then becomes, Hey, I got to build up this financial freedom for my kids and my kids, kids, and, you know, far down the line so that they're taken care of in the future too. So it's about building that legacy and building, you know, your, yourself up to, to be able to take care of those in need for the rest of your life, really. So there, that's kind of the next benchmark after achieving that financial freedom. Let's just say hypothetically, you never reach financial freedom and you actually just end up having to continue to work. Not that you are surviving paycheck from paycheck, but let's just say that you don't reach your goal by 25 and you don't even say you don't even reach your goal by 35. Let's just say you're, you're continuing to build this business and say it's like more of a pipe dream kind of thing. Would you, where would you be at mentally then? Like, what, what do you think you would be doing at that stage if you just never achieved what you actually wanted to? Yeah. How, what, how would your priorities shift? How would your goals change? How would, you know, how, what would that legacy look like for Carter? Yeah. I don't know if your, your goals necessarily change too much, but I think that, you know, what you have to remember is that you shouldn't ever base your happiness off your success. So if things never go right, you know, that's fine. I'm not going to base my happiness off of that. I'm going to base it off of, you know, my friends and family and the people around me that really drive my core values. Uh, And so that's what I'll always do. You know, I'll, I'll probably continue to pursue whatever it is that I'm working on, whether it becomes successful or not, because you have to learn to fall in love with the process. And that's what I strive to do every day is fall in love with that process. You know, not the success that has nothing to do with it. I mean, sure, it's nice. And you want to have success and you want to be able to break through. But if you can just fall in love with that process and really enjoy what you do for what it is, not the rewards it brings, then you're able to kind of take a step back and and really find that true happiness, which comes from friends and family and the people around you. That's the biggest thing. Hey, see, man, I I knew you were going to have a good answer for that one. I was just testing you to see what you'd end up saying. (laughs) I just wanted to see what you were saying. (laughs) That's what it comes down to is, is the people... The people close. It really is. And if you stray away from that, then you're going to have some problems in your life too. So always understanding that that's the core of who you are and what makes you you is very, very that's important. human nature, right? Yep. It's, it's very much so human nature. I like that answer a lot. I got another question for you. Obviously, you don't actually fully own this car wash business yourself, right? Yeah. It's, it's part owned. In the, in the future, is is business something you'd like to see more for yourself? Like you fully owning and fully controlling so, some sort of company or whatever it is business-wise? Or do you kind of see yourself like falling in good terms with, you know, partnerships and part owning business for the rest of your life? Or like, what does that look like for you? Yeah, so I, I am uh, one of three partners in the car wash. And I think that, you know, I'd love to see myself owning my own business in the near future. You know, that's something I'm working on every day is, you know, what avenue I want to go down to. Uh, but as far as partnerships go, I think that that's kind of the fun part about business is it can look, you know, a million different ways. And if you want to do it all off partnerships and just building relationships, then that's an amazing way to do it. Just take advantage of the relationships, bring value to other people, let them bring value to yourself. And that's an amazing way to do business. 
you know, have uh, both parties happy and it's a, it's a win-win situation. So I'm not afraid of partnerships at all. I think they're great. Amazing. It just all depends on what you're doing. I mean, there's no limit to business really, right? You could, you could own your own business and you could also part own into a business or be in a partner partnership business as well, all at the same time. So there's no, there's no really, I just wanted to see, you know, what, what you think you would lean towards more? Like, would you rather be owning your own business or do you kind of like the aspect of like sharing business ownership? Yeah, I, I, you know, I definitely like to own my own business more than any, anything else. Um, but it just kind of comes back to what I was saying. You know, you fall in love with the process and what you're actually doing and then the opportunities come your way. So whatever those opportunities may, may be, whatever seems like it flows best and fits into what I'm working for, then I'll, I'll take advantage of. And that's kind of, that's kind of my thoughts on that. I like that. So you don't limit yourself ever. So never, never limit yourself. Right. Yep. Uh, so let's, you know, since you're very business oriented, very goal oriented and you also touched upon the idea of networking being a very important factor of your time management, right? What, what kind of networking opportunities are you taking or what are, what are you doing yourself to really get yourself out there in the world? Yeah. So I actually just joined a, um, a mastermind group for real estate investing. So that's kind of the first you know big step I've taken recently to networking. It's kind of a smaller group, a guy based out of Utah that um, is running this class. He's a really well-known real estate agent. He's been an agent for, I think, 20 or 25 years. And now he's working specifically with investors. And so he's got this mastermind class that he runs and, you know, they meet up once a week um, just over Zoom. But that's kind of the first big step I've taken towards networking. And then, you know, I think that keeping in touch with relationships that you currently have is another great way to network. You know, you never know what somebody's got behind this, you know, behind the scenes until you really have a couple good conversations with them, get a feel for who they are. So sorting those people out in your life is super important to the networking aspect and opportunities come all the time from people like that in your life that you really wouldn't expect them to. That's real. I'm, that's actually really cool that, you know, you're a part of this little little thing, right? Um, instead of, you know, being in the classroom, you're really, you're really diving into gaining knowledge and information about something you really want to get into like business wise and stuff. Yeah. So. I'm excited to see you do your real estate thing too. Um, I'll be I'll be keeping in touch with you about that too because I, I I obviously would love to know more about that too. And if in any future podcast I can get somebody like that on on air with me, that would be really dope. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Real estate's a great thing, and and so I'm excited to start getting into it and learning and sharing whatever I learned too. So I love that. It'll be a, a fun journey. You know, that's kind of the next thing. So, well, Carter, if you if you have any, I'd love to hear some thoughts that you have for like you know people our age or people that are wanting to get into business owning and whatnot. If you have any words for them, dude, just I guess just try everything. Get out of your comfort zone and start trying stuff. Start consuming knowledge, not just what you're required to in school, but stuff on your own. Start reading about different jobs, different uh, you know occupations, different careers. Just get a feel for everything that's out there. And then start taking steps too. Don't just stand by and wait for stuff to happen because that never really works out. It, it just never does. So just take action. You know, try not to be lazy and just take action. That's the biggest thing. And opportunities come if you stick at it. I love that. I love that. Well, Carter, this was a mad productive conversation. Thank you so much for being on the podcast too, for real. I really enjoyed this. I definitely gained some insight from you and I hope that plenty of the listeners do too. So yeah, I appreciate you having me, bro. I, like I said, I, I love that you're doing this podcast. There's such a, a great way to, to have influence and um, 
get the word out there. And I think this is a great thing, you know, like schools don't teach you this kind of thing and um, people got to find it on their own. So it's awesome to be a part of a, an episode here where we're getting to reach out to some people. Hell yeah, my man. You got any last words? Just keep at it. Like I said, take action. Don't be lazy. That's all it comes down to. So that's kind of the difference. That's the difference between a successful person and somebody that just kind of walks through life. That's all it is. It's a great way to put it, my friend. Well, again, thank you. Thank you for real. I'll be in touch with you. Yeah. Thank you, man. I, I really appreciate it. And I'm excited to see where this goes too. Yes, sir. All righty, y'all. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in to the Next Step Show where we talk about everything music, entertainment, creative, and business related. I hope y'all subscribe to the channel because if you don't, you're going to miss out on a lot of good content in the future. All right. I'll see y'all soon.